Nicole Michelle Spezio. And I'm Jeanette Marie Donheiser. What Ooh. full names today. And, and this, this is How Are, are You Brainwashed? Brainwashed. Incredible. Beautiful. How are you, Nicole? <laughs> I'm actually amazing today. I have to say I had a I had a gorgeous weekend. Yeah. Tell me about it. <sighs> okay. I will. <laughs> I had a Friday night date night with my husband. We had a gorgeous lasagna. Ooh. At Petrarca Cucina Ivino in Tribeca. <laughs> and then we saw a show called Solo about male friendship Aww. by Gabe Malika. Usually I don't like to hear about straight guys or what they care about or think yeah. about. But it, it actually was quite nice. Oh. Um, and how, you know, it's harder for the men to make friends. It really is. Does your dad have one friend? My dad has never had a friend. No, that's not true. <laughs> My dad has two friends okay great. I, I'd, I'd say he goes to dinner with them every four months oh that's pretty good for dad <laughs> i would say yeah i mean it's not not incredible for a normal person but it's okay for a dad <laughs> yeah so it was really good it was at the soho playhouse okay and then we got ice cream at morgan stern's it just felt like movie moment and then the next day me and you, as you know, went to go see our guest in a show, which we will talk about. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then Sunday, Mike and I went to a diner and to the Queen's Botanical Garden. Oh, that was your mystery date? Yeah. Oh, it that's was, nice. Uh, truly, I know it's not cool to say, but I just was like, okay, I live in a movie. I'm having <laughs> so much fun. It's just such a magical, cute weekend. It was a magical weekend with the weather, I will say. And <sighs> the flowers, they bloomed. I mean, New York, when it gets warm, it's like, oh, right, we live here for a reason. I always forget how depressed I am until spring. <laughs> and then I finally am like, oh, right, this is what it's like to yeah. actually move through space with a body and a mind <laughs> all working as one. Yeah, absolutely. I feel similarly. But then if we live somewhere warm all the time, do you think then we would be happy all the time? Mm. Or do you think that we wouldn't appreciate it because it, we, we would take it for granted? And I know we're talking about the weather. Everybody calm down, but I'm allowing yeah, it. Yeah, wow. You come from I'm me in the past it. for talking about the weather. I don't know. I mean, do you think people in California are happy or people in Florida are happy? It doesn't seem like <laughs> it. I'm not getting that vibe. So. From the data, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I wish we could be bi-coastal or whatever. I don't know. Or we could go live in... Miami for six months or something uh, let's make it happen all right I'm open <laughs> I will say that one time a straight male actor who lived in LA told me you can't really clock the passage of time mm. so it kind of all blends together There's and no that seasons. felt scary to me right I sort of like to be you know oh <laughs> now we wear coats and go back to school and now we wear bigger coats and <laughs> wait outside in the subway and it's so cold and and then now for, you know, three months, I feel happy again. And then I'm going to be sweating, sweating, sweating with my portable fan in my purse. I just went and bought multiple linen items. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. In preparation. A new summer look for you. Yeah. These, whatever this is, is new and it's linen. It is overalls? It's a... Suspender? No, overalls. I don't know. It's a one size... Onesie? Sort of onesie... Oh. It's a thing that a baby would wear, but a woman is wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks beautiful. I walked into this store looking for exactly this item. 
I said, I want that thing that women wear that looks like a baby, but women wear it. What store? And the store clerk said, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> right this way. Right this way. <laughs> a store in Greenpoint called Alter. <laughs> very if you sh- want to sponsor us please reach oh my out God, please. they have one location <laughs> awesome very niche <laughs> niche sponsor okay great well i'm glad you had such a lovely weekend i really like walking around with the little flowers i know I was like, it's a dream to live on the planet <laughs> it really was so nice <laughs> it was so nice yeah, yeah. just to see little tulips and like everyone walking it was so cute i know it was so cute the second it gets warm in New York, one crawls their pasty ass out of their apartments and is ready being to go. a freak a leak in the parks. And the diner we went to before, I'm also going to shout out this, <laughs> shout out to Sponsor Pops us. Diner in Flushing, <laughs> where a side of mashed potatoes with gravy costs $2.50. Pardon? What? You heard me. The prices were right at Pops Diner in Flushing, <laughs> and it really made me have to look at I'm sure I've spent $11 for mashed potatoes and not, and not batted an eye. Okay. Jenny. Yeah. Babe, what's going on with you? I mean, not a lot. We saw our guest in white girl in danger, which was truly a bop. That song is a bop arena. So good. Really, really good. The love is blind finale that was supposed to be live last night. Didn't happen. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that. That found its way to me. How long did you wait before you <laughs> called it? A solid 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. I said, I got to get out of here. I got to watch an episode of The Simpsons and then check in on the Roys when they're live at nine. The Simpsons? I don't know. Grandma and I are rewatching The Simpsons. Are you, oh, are you worried for God, me? God, I'm so turned off by that. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a Simpsons house? You know what? My mother really did not care for The Simpsons. Or really, oh. when it was on, she had a real attitude about it didn't like it so hmm. i guess i watched the halloween episodes okay and obviously i'm a human in the world like i at you least is a vegetarian i know some stuff but <laughs> i don't i don't care about it i guess i would say mm-hmm. and you you care about it enough to rewatch it is it currently still on i mean by rewatch i mean jump in on like season seven to like season 12 the seasons that were playing when we were kids in um What's the word? Syndication. Yeah. That's what I grew up with. Like every night at 6 p.m. at my house, my dad was watching The Simpsons and mm, like Simpsons guy. And that's why he has no friends. That's I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a lovely chat with him at your wedding and I'll just say that. I think he's a very nice man. Do you think our our generation of husbands will have more friends than the fathers that came before them? Do you remember the SNL sketch that was a dog park for your boyfriends? Mm-hmm. That was like, bring your boyfriend to the dog park to make friends. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's not just us or it's a universal our experience. dads. Yeah. And, you know, men, if you want to learn about making friends, go to see Solo by Gabe Malika at Solo Playhouse. <laughs> uh, so Netflix crashed. Yeah. And that's so funny. They're just trying to be regular TV and they couldn't make it happen. It's- I mean, <laughs> why why have a, a live reunion anyway? And then be uh, you couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty <laughs> stupid. <laughs> anyway, that's all that happened to me. Should we bring in our guest? Let's bring in our guest. <laughs> we are so beyond grateful and pleased to welcome this guest, star of stage and screen. 
You ever see Search Party? Yes. Ever see the other two? Yes, yes. I wrote them all down. <laughs> ever see Alice by Heart? Yes. Ever see her solo show at 54 Below? Ever come to see when I have done Real Housewives live readings and she also is in them? And now you know what she's in? She's in White Girl in Danger. And she is perfect and beautiful and wonderful. Please welcome to the podcast, Natalie, Natalie Walker. Walker. Yes. 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 <laughs> I don't want to blow out the mic. Wow. I really loved that section that was just you talking. It was like a live <laughs> podcast experience, but it was just for me. Yes. Yeah. So I felt really wealthy i felt like i like the shows that get done at the bell house where it's like a live podcast for all the like true heads <laughs> but i paid for it to happen you're a true brainwash head. i'm a true brainwash head and, <laughs> and i i'm obsessed um also when you were saying if you're a man that is looking for friends you said go to see and you paused before you said gabe's show yes and And I really thought you were just telling men to become sailors and be like (laughs) on the town and just be going New York, New York. And I was like, honestly, that's good advice. They, those guys seem like really good friends. Oh, I mean, they're hooking each other up with women. They're wingmanning each other. One of them found one that can cook. I've never seen it. I've only watched the Leah Delaria. (laughs) (laughs) Like from history, this is how men would avoid not having friends they would right. yeah they made male friends by going on a big ship putting on little white pants and going <laughs> and tap dancing something over their shoulder <laughs> yeah the with a plum, you know absolutely and an army <laughs> i need to get back out yeah into the fields into the mines put onto on, the ships put on your tap shoes and get, get on that boat. off twitch and get discord is not for you log <laughs> off my husband would not survive out there ooh, for sure. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Never. Hands too soft. <laughs> Natalie. Yes. Tell us about White Girl in Danger. Just a little bit. Just give yeah. a little tease to the pod. Yes. It is written by Michael R. Jackson. Genius. Rose. Yeah. Absolute genius. And Strange Loop, everyone always talked about like how personal Strange Loop must have been for Michael. And I think obviously that's true, but this show is like actually taking the magic school bus like into his brain. Yes. And it's like, you're going into every room in his brain and every influence in his brain. And it's a wild ride and it's like not for everybody, which is kind of my favorite thing about it it's not everything so, has to be for everything but i'll tell you what this has a point of view honey exactly. and i was never boy- bored absolutely and the music is a bop were you at nyu when michael did only children or is that pre natalie no, walker that's pre that's pre my time but i have heard so much lore about I only children and just for only looking children. at the cast list of only children it's Stars the on most stars. Stacked. Legendary thing that I've ever just looking at the names on that list. Yeah. From every world, people that you never would expect to have a Venn diagram intersection. It's really wild. Yeah. Listeners, this is a NYU musical that Michael R. Jackson 
wrote John Early, friend of the pod, was in yes. Molly Hager, your co-star. The in absolute Girl goddess. Danger. Goddess of Brandon the Brandon Uranowitz. Shana Taub. Oh my God, Shana Taub. Right? Damn, I think so. Just the, Ali was, Stroker. Oh, uh, icon like st- like truly Stars. we we, didn't, we saw we it didn't in college even know i mean we knew it, what we were seeing was good but we didn't even know the level of and a strange loop literal pulitzer prize winner absolutely yes. i mean come yeah. on yes incredible i first met michael during the days of an organization called musical theater factory that is still going but is so more legitimized and mainstream now, which is amazing because it means that they have more money. But when it started, it literally like the space they used was a porn studio in <laughs> on 40th Street. Oh, literal porn studio on 40th Street, mostly gay porn. But then they would film during the day and then we would take over what? at night and they would do these 15 minute presentations with emerging musical theater writers. And my friend of many years since we were like 14 larry owens not two oh, names drop, but i, I just can't. have to say how i came to white girl in danger but he was working on strange loop at the time like early early mm-hmm. and invited me to see the presentation of it they did 15 minutes that included aids is god's punishment and i was just like this is mm insane Mm -hmm. this is so thrilling this is everything that i had abandoned hoping for with musical theater Mm -hmm. completely because there was a i grew up loving it so much then right towards the tail end of high school and when i hit college it was like oh this isn't for me anymore i think Mm. there are people that can do this type of work and it's just not for me and i'm not gonna ever be able to give you like eye-rolling cool belting young 20s girly like i'm that's fine there's plenty exactly of that and that's good but that's not you there wasn't a lot for girls who have been 40 since they were 14 you know what i mean (laughs) at that at that time and so (laughs) it's like grandmothers and pippin in high school exactly (laughs) so it's like all right well we're gonna pivot but then seeing that section at four by 15 i was like oh there's at least one person that Mm -hmm. is like Mm. doing the type of musical theater I always dreamed about. And literally the next day I was walking into 528th Avenue, which is the nasty Ripley Greer building to most of us, like the house of all the nastiest auditions in the entire world. Yeah. Just a dark twisted place. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I always think of it as Ripley Greer, but I forget that there's like so many random offices mm-hmm. in that building as well and so i came down from some horrible summer stock audition and michael is walking out between these two very buttoned up like older white people and i was assuming these people were like investors in his show mm-hmm. and he was overseeing some incredible audition or something i ran up to him and i was like hey i'm so sorry i just saw a section of strange loop at musical theater factory last night i think you are such a genius i love you already <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't find out until years later that 
those were his bosses at his day job like he was just working oh. in like a cubicle oh my god and they were like oh wow uh, like when I walked away they were like oh wow Michael like <gasps> you're a celebrity but he told me that years later yeah. uh, after the playwright sort of strange loop and I was like oh god and so then we just started seeing each other around musical theater factory more and realized we have so many of the same pop cultural loves and reference points and I was just like I will beg borrow steal to do <laughs> anything you work on because yeah. I just want shit with a point of view always yeah. and what Michael will always give you is point yes, of view and I love sure. White Girl in Danger's late 80s early 90s soap operas lifetime movies mm-hmm. after school specials saved by the bell beverly hills 9021 like all yes. of it yeah in one house there's like a courtroom scene that's like judge judge <laughs> yes. mathis like you were amazing as judge. <laughs> oh judge is judge is my favorite thing in the show uh in the track that i in the track that you saw me in when i know that all i have to do is bob my little head around and eat popcorn <laughs> That's thrilling to me. um, I go, oh, thank God that I don't have to wield crutches. I don't really have to sing by myself anymore. It's purely. I mean, the lots of the physical comedy that that everybody is. Everybody is up to everyone's killing themselves. Everyone has so many bruises everywhere because everyone is just like. I will sell this house today. I will. <laughs> I will get this bit read by yeah. the audience and seen and heard and understood. But yeah, the show is wild and a marathon and a jazzercise experience. I'm so sore from literally just doing it yeah. three times. Yeah. But yeah, he's just the mind. Yeah. The, the mind. mind. Yeah. Yeah, I have so many questions. So when you're understudying several tracks, how does that even work? Are you (laughs) like they rehearse, then you come in and and you're watching the rehearsal? Do you get your own rehearsal? We now that the show is like frozen and open, we get our own rehearsals. It sort of varies show to show. I say that like I've done a million shows and understudied in a million shows, but I understudied in Alice by Heart and Alice was just very different because it was like a 90 minute no intermission experience and I covered two tracks and one of those tracks was Alice who didn't leave the stage and most of her like she didn't have to track any entrances and exits really because she didn't really leave the stage and just got passed around by other people that's such a passive character where she's just like going into the world and then you get lifted up a lot (laughs) that was sort (laughs) of it um and this is very involved and there are a lot of quick costume changes so yeah we came in the week before tech and started learning by osmosis is the phrase that was used with us the first day and we were all sort of like yeah I think because I had done Alice and because most of the cast of white girl is like a friend of mine someone I've known for a really long time especially the people I'm covering are people Mm. that I feel really comfortable with and that I know a lot of them have experience of covering and knowing what hell it is on your brain Mm -hmm. so I actually I think I can jump up on stage during tech and be standing behind and getting the video from 
behind because I'll memorize everything backwards if I just watch the videos from the front. And so I felt a little more comfortable than I would have in a situation with strangers or if I were a little more green about the process. But this time around, I was like, anytime you're running the really intense dance stuff, I'm just going to be behind you so that I don't get shit wrong. I'll just watch it on my TV at home and to move my coffee table and be doing Darren's dance grooves with <laughs> you guys um, on my lonesome. But also, the show is really wordy, but also is easy to memorize because, like, I love Michael's brain so much mm. that lines that are funny and smart are much easier to memorize mm. than really bland, boring Sh- yeah. stuff. Which, uh-huh, I- <laughs> yeah, uh huh, that's the truth. Uh-huh. When so the writing like, is good, it's much easier yeah, to memorize. Yeah, because you're like excited to know it well right. enough to make actual choices with it. Yes, so you're like, ooh, yay! But when it's like, Samuel, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> Why don't you love me anymore? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not the move. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Samuel, where are you going? <laughs> where yeah. are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I can't stop thinking about it. Like, it was, he always, and same thing with Strange Loop, which we saw at Playwrights with Larry. Yeah. Like, I'm learning. Like, I am enjoying, and parts of my brain are being rerouted. <laughs> You know, Mm -hmm. like while I'm watching, I'm this is a perspective I would never have gotten from anyone else. Yeah. And that makes him like, I will go see anything he does ever. Right. Any like, yeah, that's that's the perfect way to put it. It's like, oh, this is we're spending time in your brain. That's a brain I want to spend. Yes. Some time in. Yes. And there are so many shows that even if I like them, I'll leave and I'll be like, that was great. Right. I don't I don't need to ever see it again right and with michael shows there are so many easter eggs Mm -hmm. and little things and now my boyfriend nico has seen the show a few times and every time he comes back he's like wait this line that what is this person doing during that scene and especially with this cast like everyone every second of the show if you look at any person on stage they're doing something insane Mm -hmm. and funny (laughs) and not trying to pull focus but are just completely in the cuckoo little world that Michael yeah. has created and are having a ball. Yeah. The cast is so good. It was great. And also yeah. really hot. Congrats. We can't Ooh. say that legally. Not, not to spoil anything, but there's Ma Hager. A, I mean, Ma, I, I literally was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it's I, okay to say, I mean, gore. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I, yeah, I mean, va-va-voom. I can't believe. I mean, yeah, yeah, wow. Damn. I'm going to get called by HR for (laughs) the way that I be looking at Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was literally sitting in the balcony when they were checking a certain number. You'll know, audience. uh, Yeah, and my eyes were going out of my head it Cartoon. was two frame roger rabbit i was going absolute awooga i was like this costume designer absolutely absolutely snapped yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really insane the way that they make some of these quick changes happen is so <gasps> exciting and magical i love a quick change so much it's very cool yeah and honestly that one is more exciting to me than like the frozen 
let it go I dress mean, change. Yes, hundred percent. I'm like, that this is, better. is actually that is better what than I want. Elsa. I want to. I when I see that change, I am a seven year old girl in Frozen. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm screaming. Throwing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean that one. The guy who is playing all the guys. Oh, Eric. He Eric, yes. be changing all the time. He be changing all the time. <laughs> he also. Eric started on actual soap operas. Like his oh. first gig out of school was that he was on, I think, The Young and the Restless oh as a drug dealer. Incredible. And, he, and so there was a board. There was like a physical Pinterest board of all the like inspirations in the show and stuff. And Eric's character from the, <laughs> the soap he was on was on it. And it took a while for certain people who didn't know him well to be like, Wait, is that Eric on the board? <laughs> and it absolutely is. To get to do soap opera acting, I can't imagine something funner. No. <laughs> oh, my God. is the dream. Yeah. Did you I, guys ever watch any soaps? Hmm. I, I, I was a passions girly. I mean, Magic. obviously you were a fucking passions breathe girly. In, breathe <laughs> out. <laughs> I remember it. It was the magic one. Yes, yeah. it was the one where uh, there's a witch named Tabitha and she has a little boy named Timmy. Right. <laughs> and then Timmy died on the show and the, the actor died in real life. Oh, God. Oh, and uh, you're laughing. That's <laughs> <laughs> a so crazy choice, um, Natalie. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is so crazy to me that I do. So, uh, no, I'm R.I.P. R.I.P. Timmy. I remember Timmy. Really? That's yeah. like when I, absolutely. we have to remember Timmy and yeah. we have to remember Teresa and Ethan. He lost his and Glenn. Timmy, <laughs> yeah, Tim, Timmy really Tim, sucked. Tabitha and Timmy are alive in the mind. And then I was a Port Charles myself with my oh, grandmother. Which what is, is like, that? I think it's a general hospital spinoff. Oh, it's like the town they live in is Port Charles. Mm. One yeah. summer you're home with your grandma every day. It's like, what are we right. going to do? We're going to yes. watch Port Charles. Yeah. I mean, those actors talk about they're filming two, three ups a day. They're getting scripts the night before, day of, you know. Eileen Davidson. Eileen. Eileen. That's really where I learned what the soap opera life is. Yeah. She Because I never thought about it when I was watching it. Because I I started watching Passions when I would fake sick in elementary school because people would be mean to me. And And so, like... I never, I didn't think about shows being made at that time. I was just like, these are my stories and the, they exist right. only for me and nobody like makes them. They just exist. They come to me fully formed from the forehead of Zeus. And <laughs> then watching Real Housewives and watching Eileen really talk about the process mm. of filming a soap. That was when I went. These are our nation's greatest heroes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Her and Erica coming in to do their one yep. scene. You know, I was Googling. Eileen's crush on Erica <laughs> on a rewatch is so <laughs> exciting. I wish Eileen acted on her obvious feelings <laughs> for Erica Jane. Yeah, <laughs> she would have gotten out of this whole mess probably yeah. if her and Eileen really went Just for it. Just frolicked off into the woods together. <laughs> Yeah, because Eileen just every talking head after she meets Erica is like, Erica is so incredible. She is so sexy on stage. She's so sure of herself. Yeah, she wanted to be Erica Jane. She wanted to let that sexy side out. Yeah, she wants to play Erica Jane. And now 
Erica Kane. In like a lifetime movie. They should do a lifetime movie about Erica and Eileen <gasps> plays Erica. Wow. I would pay upwards of $16 in a movie theater to yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. When Strange Loop got all the Tony nominations, I got Michael a cameo for my Davis. Oh, <laughs> Wow, and she's she, on cameo, huh? Okay, yeah, good for her. And I, I asked her to call Michael a beast, and she did it. Oh, wow, I may love I that. ask what she charges? I want to say it was like seventy-five. Wow. I know it was less than a hundred because I was like, I'm not going over a hundred. I was looking up Real Housewives who are on cameo mm-hmm. to do for Michael, and I was like, I would love if it were someone that was on a soap as well because that's his real mm. bread and butter. So. I know it was less than a hundred. <laughs> Incredible! That's, I think that's that's perfectly priced. I have to say, absolutely. That's like on Ultimate Girls Trip when they were telling Luann she charges too little, and Luann was like, "No, I'm all about quantity." <laughs> and so Luann's like, "Oh my god, eighty five dollars or whatever," and just does a million a day. Okay, I have a journalist question. Okay. I'm the journalist of the podcast. Which in which she means that she prepares questions. I sort of just kind of feel it out as we go. My journalist question for you, Natalie, is on your IMDb, you have information about going to I believe it's called Stage Door Man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Which is the, Do you know what that means? I know that it's the camp camp. Yes. That's all yeah. I know about it. Yeah. yeah. And I love to hear it's it. It's on camp. It's, it, it's, it's Susan Sontag's Susan. notes on camp. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you some notes on camp right now. Camp is one of our finest films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A film that came out when we were teenagers, yes. I think. No. And is literally the reason why I went to Stage Door. <gasps> okay. So it came out before you went to Stage yes. Door. That was one so of the questions. So I was homesick <laughs> again. And <laughs> in like sixth grade yeah like sixth grade was my worst year of bullying I think and so I was just like homesick one day and I was flipping through channels and I saw the title camp and I was like oh camp what is this and then the description was like theater camp and I was like oh I'm like very interested in this now and so I watched it and as the movie was going on I was like gosh it would be so cool to go to a place like that, like where other people know who Stephen Sondheim is and is doing all these shows all the time. And I didn't really understand the irony of Anna Kendrick doing Ladies Who Lunch. Like, <laughs> I, cause I took myself that seriously as well. And, Same, unfortunately for me. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I wish that this was a real place. And then at the end of the movie, there was an end credit card that was like, thank you to Stage Door Manor for everything. And I was like, wait. Is it's this real? real? Yeah. And I looked it up and I was like, I have to go here. I have to go here. <laughs> and so I went the next year and I had just done Damn Yankees at my little middle school. And I was Lola and Damn Yankees Ooh. with my braces and like, oh, I would <laughs> give anything yeah. for the footage. Yeah. Just Please singing, release the tape. Singing straight through my nose. Oh. Um, <laughs> so uncomfortable in my body because mm. I had had my growth spurt, but none of the boys had. So I didn't feel like a tall supermodel. I just felt gawky and weird, mm. even though I had my growth spurt and then stopped growing right after that. So I'm like, five foot four but at five foot four in seventh grade is like 
oh i'm amazonian and <laughs> the boys who were playing the male leads in that show were like five foot <laughs> flat <laughs> so i was like okay i'm gigantor so <laughs> nasty uh but i was like wow like i'm a star i can't wait to go to stage door and everyone is gonna be going wow who is this absolute phenom dynamo amongst us <laughs> yes and then i was second citizen of london from left in jekyll and hyde and i was like god damn it like they're well, how could they not see it and then i walk into the first rehearsal for that show and the lead starts singing and who is the lead shana taub herself oh! and then i went oh okay we're we're in the big sea now we're not in this <laughs> not small pond we're in a honey. big 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 ocean <laughs> and shana was virtuosic and every time she sang i was like how is this happening and then every sunday like all of the artistic staff would get the day off and so the counselors would run your rehearsal and it would basically just be a free period where you would memorize lines or do whatever but our show because shana is the musician that she is Shayna played through the whole score for everyone and would plunk people's parts for them oh and then like God. play all of the numbers better than our actual music director oh wow. would. It was truly insane. And so then I was like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> but then I worked my way up over As time, you do. Climbed the little rungs of the ladder and did the acid queen and tommy Stop. 14 years old braces fresh freshly <laughs> off in that way that you're like still running your Feeling tongue your, over your teeth yep. all the time. Yeah, my dad like sitting front row and just being like, what is this? Because my costume was like a wonder bra and a, a sheer corset and a tutu. And I was like, wow, I'm so sexually powerful. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, everyone here is obsessed. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was like that marta and company i mean the roles marta and company and and our director it was so funny because there would be some directors that would be like this is a it's for kids like who cares and then there would be some directors that were like i'm gonna do something that's never been done before oh my god And so our production of company was (laughs) set on the moon it was in an unair conditioned black box theater during a heat wave (gasps) in july oh no and the artsy choice that our director made was that everyone was going to be on stage for the first 15 minutes as the audience came in and we were all in trench coats facing away from the audience. And then Bobby was on his couch in a wife beater and boxers just like hung over and sleeping when the show starts and all the voicemails start coming in. <laughs> and my costume was the tightest patent latex like thigh high boots and full-on trench coat and a suede newsboy cap and the whole weekend i was just like i can feel my whole (laughs) face melting off and what did this achieve what (laughs) storytelling yeah what did what what did the audience yeah with all, all of us with our backs turned to the audience just going (laughs) <laughs> this director just wanted sweating. to learn yeah no we learned to dissociate and the, i do think that I, that is yeah, where i learned handy. to dissociate <laughs> it's just like do you need that i'm skill? not here anymore i'm absolutely not present sweeney todd mrs love oh my god, god. stupid was this in one time. summer or you went like every summer no i went every summer oh, wow. through middle school through high school star wow. 
And that's where I met Larry. Oh. And found out that he was from the same area as me. My close friends from camp are like the people from high school that I talk to the most. I have like one friend from my actual high school that I still talk to. And then everything else has fallen by the wayside. Because I feel like, do you did you guys have the experience in high school of, I will be friends with people in the persona that I think will get me through high school alive mm, yeah. and with mm. some of my dignity intact. And then I just remember coming back at a winter break or something in college, freshman year, and just being like, oh, I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have to be. Yeah. I don't have to be doing this anymore. <laughs> and that yeah. rules. Yeah. Where are you from? Northern Virginia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Austown, USA. And so I was sort of like the court jester of the lacrosse girls because I was like, please don't make fun of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we can all probably relate to stepping into that humorous friend that like I'm here and I'm funny. I don't necessarily fit in with what you guys are doing or no, but I'm what's happening. not a threat. So <laughs> exactly. <bye. laughs> right. Like everyone being like, should we go see Nicole in one of those plays again? Let's go see Nicole in one of her plays. <laughs> yes. 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 I obviously did not go to lacrosse practice, but yeah, I relate to the other stuff in the story. <laughs> yeah I well i never went to lacrosse practice okay sorry <laughs> no, no 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 just the lacrosse girls were the cool girls got it what what, the- what were your high school roles nicole i would love <sighs> well to go back to the grandmother and pippin of course Absolutely. i was the grandmother and pippin uh sarah brown guys and dolls Ooh, i was miss adelaide of course you were okay. i mean love for us to i would love that for, yeah we <laughs> should be doing that we should be doing it true west style and we switch <laughs> off every night guys and dolls is the character actress is true west i and- mean <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see it. Uh, the I want to hear your whiz, If I Were a Bell. Yeah, you, you would love to. I also want to hear your No Bad News. Absolutely. <laughs> Maisie oh. LaBird. Just some real. Oh, mm-hmm. the thing that keeps me up at night <laughs> from high school mm-hmm. is, and you were saying, taking yourself too seriously. I was so just scared of the song i could not relax until after my songs Mm. in the show were done yes i was just there became a thing where i was like well we nobody can talk to nicole nobody can look at nicole (gasps) sort of while we're backstage getting ready for the show steve harvey yeah i was i'm seeking time for myself throughout the day and i and look and obviously it was because i was so insecure that i was gonna sing bad but at the time it was like she's diva she's full diva and so that does keep me up at night to have some freshman girl be like we're not supposed to talk to that senior. I, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't let us talk yeah. to her. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta Honestly, do. Honestly, you deserve to be a diva. Yeah, Jenny, you're okay. I didn't do singing. Um, okay, I did. But straight I love acting. Yeah, it's okay um, to not do singing. On it's this pod. actually okay it's to okay. not do singing. <laughs> what did I do? I did Helena Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, I did the Man Who Came to Dinner. Okay. You guys oh, know that. The um, I don't remember the name of the part, but she was the lead. That was. My my senior show okay the lead what the heck you were else? the baker in joseph and the oh amazing okay Technicolor i did Dreamcoat. i was unfortunately the baker <laughs> in joseph and the amazing Technicolor dream coat let's hear some of it yeah, yeah. there it i was standing with baskets of bread high in the sky i saw birds overhead who flew to my basket and david every bite now give me a message like his would be nice <laughs> <laughs> who says she doesn't oh, sing who says she doesn't actually sing? 
It's was not okay to not sing for you. I want to hear more of these <laughs> mellifluous tones. Yeah, I think the baker is the one who gets told he's going to die, too. So yeah. I get told I'm going to die after I sing that song. And then I had to dance Go Go Joe with everybody else after. They were like, you're going to be put to death. And then I go, go, Joe. Dramaturgically doesn't do. make a ton of sense. <laughs> no. But I actually loved being a Joseph because I loved to do the dancing. There's such bops in it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish yeah. I, you know, had the voice to be real musical theater because it is fun. I had fun you know i mean yeah i don't know i don't know when it's good it's good when it's good it's really good and when it's bad it's it's most of the time and it is really bad and it's soul sucking because it takes so much energy to do yeah there are some shows that i see when i really hate a show i start thinking about what psychological hell i would be in doing it eight times a week and right not okay so much of my body and soul to it and i go oh no <laughs> oh no musicals yeah. should just happen as in high school you do one weekend in march and that's yes. it yeah. Yeah. and then it's, it's done. done we're over then it then it's absolutely finished yeah should we ask natalie the question oh, i feel like yeah. it's a good time yeah. so natalie we do ask a question of all of our guests yes yes, yes. And this question is, how were you brainwashed? What is something that you thought was just true, how the world works, seemed undeniable fact, but now you sort of realize, actually, that was brainwashing? I went back and forth on what it would be. So it's partly for me, Mm. season one of American Idol. Oh, (laughs) wow. Incredible. And partly, Skinamax. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> partly uh, waiting until eleven thirty-five p.m when i was sure that my parents had gone to sleep and i could go turn on the tv very softly and yes. put on cinemax and know that it would be skinemax and know that i'm gonna watch lord of the g-strings <laughs> and um but because it was softcore and this actually is the brainwashing aspect so i think this actually is more actively brainwashing than American Idol, though I can talk about we'll American certainly Idol get into that one after one million years. Um, because it was softcore, I never saw a penis, but I like thought that I was so sexually ahead of the game because I was jerking off to Skinamax, yes, like every night. And I just didn't understand how sex worked, even though I was like, watching it happen i was just sort of like yes you like be going like <laughs> right you right. there's you're going back and forth on each other's bottom parts but i didn't know what a penis looked like and i didn't realize that i could probably look up that information yes also, this mm. is like right before the internet became so easily like it feels like right before we overtook our parents in terms of knowledge of how the internet worked mm. yes so i was like if I look up anything, my mom is going to Right, they will say. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I can't look up. What's the guy thing doing? <laughs> they're showing you the girl thing on Skinamax. They're showing you the girl things. Yeah. But I don't know what the guy thing is doing. And I can see that stuff is happening. And she's liking it so much. 
I mean, talk about brainwashing. Why couldn't we see that dick? Why couldn't we see that dick? Yeah. Why can't I see the boobies? Did I see the vagina in softcore? I forget. Oh, I, I think you, you see me? a lot of vagina. <gasps> you don't, like, I, but I also think because they're mostly like shaved, you can yeah. show a lot more. I think if there's like bush involved, then it is nastier, which is another form of brainwashing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, hello. Um, but yeah, I feel like the balder it is, the more it's like, that's what Barbies look like. Hotel Erotica, mm-hmm. <laughs> Paradise Cove, Lord of the G-Strings, the work of Evan Stone. But I only wow. saw Evan Stone's work in softcore. And then apparently he did hardcore stuff as well. He had like a mane in a lot of the work that I've seen him do. He has like very long hair, like very oh. Fabio vibe, oh but like more <laughs> macho, like a little less pretty about it. I feel like if they actually made sex look like how sex looks like in film and TV, everyone would be like, ooh. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like the first time you see amateur porn, you're like, oh, God. Yes. No, whoa, whoa. That's what it yeah. is. You know, yeah, yeah, after yeah. beautiful, soft, right. focused yeah. artistry, like <gasps> with ribbons and fabric, just like right. billowing. Yeah. Gentle. Who is softcore porn? Because I think it's just for children that are finding porn. Like I, no, it's like it it's for? it's for late night yeah. like broadcast television. Like you can't show penetration. No, but but I feel like it's why? for women. I feel like mm. people are like women want this softer stuff. They want to see the booby. They want the and yeah, and the hips whacking, but no ppvv. I think yeah. before porn was so much just the internet i think it was like a way for people to like if you add on cinemax to your cable you can watch boobies late at night right but so yeah. would you do you feel like it's like sophisticated porn or it's like porn but not porn porn like what like what like don't you want to yeah. see a fucking fucking yeah but you can't <laughs> you can't show that on tv well, nicole but why well in the only because i don't even know <laughs> what that do you so- mean why not around anymore? like do they does skinemax still like do that i think so with the advent of i think the internet for now i don't like, know who so it's for. readily yeah. available yeah now i don't know who it's for yeah but when porn wasn't as readily available when it was like if you want to watch hardcore you have to go into a yeah, video find store a, right, and like right. walk up to the like teenager at the cash register and be like hey yeah, yeah i want to see these chicks in leather like peg each other <laughs> That should be on Channel 4 is what I'm saying. <laughs> it just, it's so arbitrary to be like, okay, this is actually fine at this time of night. I think I think there's a, yeah, a the difference was, between penetration and not penetration on I television. When I back in my head, I, the fact that it was at 11.35. Right, it was a point that it was okay for us to see. Yes, I guess. Yes, and I guess we did. And then we fucking rubbed one out to it, like... Yeah, it was for little girls and little yeah, boys. It's starter porn. Yeah, yeah. And then you watch porn and you're like, ah, like, yes. oh my God, what the yes. fuck is this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Undressed, we were talking about recently. Right. There was a lot of weird shows that would happen I at night. Undressed. Yeah, same. I don't remember a lot of details about it, but I remember being so horny for it. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking at three horny girls on the <laughs> spot. The horniest <laughs> girls imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> So when did you discover what a penis looked like? Did you, did you finally I, go yeah, on to... I, I finally found out. But it also, <laughs> it was after I had sex for the first time, weirdly. Because the first time I had sex, it was a dark room. And no offense to the person, but you know who you are. It did not last very long. <laughs> so it was like a dark... like. <laughs> 
in the dark room under the covers and just sort of like happened. I was like, okay, (laughs) I guess I did it. Bye. And I left. And then the first time I saw a penis was like a year later and I had already had sex with that person. And then it was broad daylight when we were like hanging out at his house and I was on my period. And so he was like, I'm just like, really? What? <laughs> and I was like, okay, like what, what should we do? About it? <laughs> and then he like took it out and I was like, okay. And then I literally was like, I'm scared. I'm going to be bad at this because I don't know yeah. my way around it. But then <laughs> nailed it. Honey, she figured it out. <laughs> pretty good with direction. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. It's not so hard to figure no, out. There are only no. so many options oh, and especially with a teenage boy. <laughs> right. It's like they're not, yeah, yeah. they're not head connoisseurs, you know? They're yeah. like, oh, cool. Someone's touching it. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Thank Nailed God. It. To see a penis in the harsh light of day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really, Afternoon hours. Yeah. yeah. Not incredible. No. Yeah, I guess I wasn't really watching porn in high school or anything like it wasn't accessible yet Mm -hmm. unless i did on the family computer so uh, yeah softcore was family members jerking off of the same computers so upsetting to think about oh my god just like everyone going down in that basement just like one after the other i got the nine o'clock slot yeah yeah before before people knew how to hide their history or go incognito like i remember shout out to my boyfriend in college like didn't clear his history and when you're in college you're like what's my boyfriend looking at you know what i mean or just me or definitely just you i mean i had a crazy boyfriend who was up to no good so i was checking his shit a lot and um the porn you know this boyfriend yeah it's not it's not a good one (laughs) wasn't great (laughs) yeah so i remember like checking his history and seeing all the porn and then sometimes i would watch the porn that he had watched just to see what the vibe was and that's how I discovered like Pornhub and you porn and mm. all those. And then I think I finally started watching them on my own <laughs> terms. Student, student becomes teacher. <laughs> <laughs> he taught me where to go. Teach him into porn. Yeah. But so it's funny, softcore porn. Like I feel if you're trying to perform what you've seen on softcore porn yeah. during yeah. real people sex you're kind of doing something that like <laughs> doesn't yeah. really translate yeah. you know Soft like porn is like soap acting yes to, to bring it back porn. yeah it, it really and that that just hit me because it's like softcore porn because they can't show the actual sex stuff they really have to be going they have to act all, all the other out. stuff they have to be giving so much in the right. face of like utter ecstasy and right abandoned anyway i would also american idol yeah, we gotta talk yeah. about american oh, idol we just can't worry. talk about american idol um i don't need to gross out anyone further with sex <laughs> stuff but yeah season one of american idol was my sixth grade year and it changed my life it introduced me to every older song mm. like mm-hmm. all classic music i basically learned from american idol <laughs> Because I would go home, I would watch it, I would go to school the next day, and then I would come home, and ideally it would, like, the performances from last night would be on 
LimeWire, Kazaa. I forget which yes. one it was Whoa, during that season. Parts of my yes, brain. yes. I would go and I would type it in, and then I would find the original version of that song as well, and just go insane. And the first season of American Idol, because it had never been done before, they could do like every exciting song and then mm. i think they started being like well we don't want to repeat songs mm. all the time mm. they're they're finding more and more like esoteric older <laughs> things to do during oh, no. the theme weeks but the original theme weeks it was like motown was the theme 60s it was just yeah. like decades of music were the themes and so they could do any classic thing and i was obsessed with tamira gray and i yes. I really feel that the death of Nikki McKibben is on me because I wished her ill for so long (laughs) when Tamira got eliminated over her. Tamira had bronchitis that week. It wasn't her fault. And it's not her fault that she had bronchitis the week that finally Nikki gave a good performance because she got to do like black velvet. Yes. I was like, okay, any bitch at a piano bar (laughs) can do black black velvet. (laughs) Tamira has been giving us vocals and genre every single week. And the the final should have been Tamira versus Kelly. Wow. And I think Kelly still would have emerged victorious. But just on merit alone, it should have been Tamira v. Tamira v. Kelly. But then, you know, from Justin to Kelly, we as, we as a nation <laughs> loved that will they, won't they so much. Did you stay with American Idol or was it like season I one? I stayed like the first three seasons, but I never got into it the way that I was into season one where it truly took over my life. And I was calling the number from our landline every night. And my mom had to be like, Natalie, I have a job I have <laughs> I need the phone as well actually and I was like you don't understand and then when Tamira got eliminated I was like look what you've done Karen <laughs> this is on you like just voted six more times yeah politicians should really look at season one of American Idol because we really got the country to turn out and wow, vote you're not you know wrong. like yeah. what are we doing wrong well uh, when's the last time you ever saw a presidential candidate sing uh, psh, that's an amazing point. If they were yes. doing singing, maybe this country if would win. If they're doing a whistle tone in Natural yeah. Woman, maybe Hillary. <laughs> Student debt, forgive it. <laughs> All the debates should be singing. Yeah. I sh- wanna get, honestly, get Bernie Sanders to do Modern Major General. <laughs> Slay King. <laughs> well, our last bit is a little game we call casting. And in this little game called casting, we pick a category and then we cast ourselves within that category. So if we were doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, I would be the baker. Nicole would be the prince. I don't know who else is in it. The and, prince! And <laughs> the, the butler. And Natalie would be Joseph. So that's sort yeah, of how it works. Yeah, that's an example of what, what it could be in a hypothetical. <laughs> it's not actually even close to what it would I don't, be. I don't remember anything about it, actually. The Baker, actually, the Butler. Joseph is the only Andrew Lloyd Webber that I really have very little awareness of. Yeah. So I trust, I actually trust your judgment on <laughs> who I am and Joseph. Well, we won't do Joseph. We won't do Joseph. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. But that was a great example to explain to people what casting, what casting is. is. I tried not to do the condiments example because I always do that. And that's amazing. And <laughs> as you know, the longer we do the pod, the more examples we'll sort of have. <laughs> 
Okay. Do you have anything in mind that you think would be fun to cast or should we decide one as a community? I do have one, but then I think it would also be fun to decide one as a community okay. because yeah. I love the casting game. <laughs> I play it I thought you might. with friends all the time. Yeah. So I assume, have you both seen Drop Dead Gorgeous? Yes. yes. Okay. So it's Drop Dead Gorgeous. Ooh. Okay. Great one. It's a murderer's row of character actors. Oh so it's God. really like... Oh yeah God. where do we go seen it in so long i know the community is going to come for me but i of course well, watched some it parts of it have not aged well, well i will yes. i, I say. definitely yes. think in a while <laughs> yes oh, and yes. it's probably the one that yeah. i showed it to someone recently and was like Ooh. um um uh, yeah yeah no uh okay it's, it's yeah, illegal yeah, to show a comedy from 15 years ago. It just it's not going to hold up. I know who I am. Okay. I feel I can lock. Mm-hmm. Okay. I gave myself Ellen Barkin. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do relate to a woman who won't let go of her beer can even while the home is burning down Absolutely. and has a beer can burned to her hand. Yeah. Fused. Fused. Fused your hand. You know, well-meaning sort of alcoholic tendencies, like just hanging out, smoking a cigarette in that trailer park, just wanting the best for her girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I see uh, sort it for of you, babe. earnest, but fun. Yeah. Um, for Nicole, I gave you Kiersey Alley. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I just no feel there. you are stage mom vibes mm-hmm. here. You are going to, you are, we're going to fucking do this. We're going to do whatever it takes. Murder everyone in the town to make sure my daughter is a star. Absolutely. <laughs> Future child beware. <laughs> and Natalie, I gave you Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> um, just like housewives vibes. Also, I can see you slaying that number with the, the cross. Yes. <laughs> what is she saying? <laughs> she sings, uh, can't take my eyes off of you. Which she sings Jesus. the Frankie Valley, I love you, baby. Yeah. It's really huge. I really see that for you. Yeah. That's where I landed. And I, and I know it's going to look like I'm copying, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I felt the same across the board. Really? Yes. You are a hundred percent Ellen Barker <laughs> with the fucking beer in the hands. It's so just like, ugh. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, that's Jenny. And I am, of course, Dom Mommy. How many times I keep saying Dom Mommy on the pod, and I love oh. it. Ooh. I am Dom Mommy, and <laughs> Natalie is Dom Daughter. I just feel like we are, we are, of course, we have to be linked, I feel, yes. in this scenario. And I think I, there's just an elegance to Natalie. There's just a power. But still, you know, she's young. She's hungry. Not like me. I'm sort of controlling <laughs> and mad. Uh, so that's where I landed. And this is wild because it's actually also where I landed. Oh, I think oh. I was looking at your like blonde bob. Yes. And even though Ellen Barkin doesn't have a bob in the movie, I just associate Ellen Barkin with blonde bob of course. Yeah. at yeah. every moment of every day. And also then when you were talking about I didn't do musical theater like I'm an actor, yes. actor. I was like Ellen Barkin, actor, actor. <laughs> I saw her in Normal Heart. I was like, no. I can see Jenny Donheiser throwing all the big, big papers oh. and going, oh like, do something. Uh, Ronald Reagan, yeah, about AIDS. Um, and so, so Ellen Barkin, absolutely. And absolutely, you and I as mother and daughter. Absolutely. Also, I need to see you do... Please rewatch. If you don't rewatch the whole movie, just watch Kirstie Alley's breakdown scene after 
Denise Richards, spoiler alert, dies in <laughs> the big float. <laughs> she has a full on breakdown scene in front of the whole town and Kirstie Alley rest in peace goddess did not need to go as hard as she went she really it's so funny but she is also so full of genuine rage and tears blazing in her eyes it's a really unfathomable performance and I love nothing more than when an actor really fucking goes for it in a comedy and finds a way to be funny with real pathos and gravitas under it and i stakes and i yes and i feel like that is what you have genuinely in the conducting video the conducting video is so (laughs) funny and it all has to come back to the conducting video which is the funniest (laughs) thing in the entire world to me i show it to everyone that i meet on the street i (laughs) see people on the street and i go have you seen this video like all of my friends that know that i love housewives but have no real connection to it i'll be like watch this video and they're like this is the only thing related to housewives that i have ever found funny and that's what you bring to that is that you did bring lydia tar to that video you you. invented lydia tar (laughs) with that video because you are genuinely conducting with rigor and precision throughout it and it makes it so much funnier so i'm like that would be chef's kiss killer for you to do that scene in particular. And then us playing mother and daughter. I you have to play mother and daughter. It's required <laughs> by law or we'll go to jail. Denise Richards is so, so funny in that so movie. Good. Every line reading is so good and funny. And that's why I'll never forgive any of the women on Beverly Hills who mm. bullied her off for the way that they treated her. Even though I don't think she's a great housewife mm. because she's too famous for it and didn't want to give enough of herself and then when she did it was like her really bleak husband who is a conspiracy theorist i mean talk about brainwashing (laughs) yeah it's very that guy's so then it was like too dark for me but i but i was like rena don't disrespect yeah she is motherfucker richards yeah she has some of the best line readings in drop dead gorgeous amidst a murderer's row of character actresses like her line readings stick out to me so much and she's like Oh, lights, camera, action, and me without a stitch of makeup on. <laughs> it makes me, oh my God, it makes me laugh so hard. She's so good in that movie. And also the most beautiful person who's ever lived. I mean. Uh, really yeah. nuts, So Absolutely. I'm joining her OnlyFans. <laughs> does she have one? She does because yeah, her daughter. Her daughter has yeah. one? Yeah. So her she daughter was like... has one and people started being like, how can a mother let this happen? And Denise was she, like. She... I support her like she's of age and like she wants to do it and like Hell yeah. I'll make one too and now Denise is making a fuck ton of money from OnlyFans. I love well. that. I yeah. would love Denise. We will sponsor you- your yeah. OnlyFans. No way. Opposite. Nicole, you- <laughs> we should make a mother daughter OnlyFans. <laughs> if you guys want to see Natalie, my we're gonna OnlyFans. be doing soft core <laughs> content, booby shaking, booby shoulder acting, booby yeah, shaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please give us five stars on iTunes and we will Scissoring do it. with no genitals <laughs> visible on iTunes. smacking each other <laughs> I'd subscribe thank you so much wow yeah. well I'd be your first subscriber and I hope you're not the last <laughs> okay that was literally euphoric yeah I feel alive I feel incredible I feel rejuvenated thank you Natalie thank you thank um, you 
you're just the best. You are such a star. Please tell the people where they can find you, keep up with you. The people can find me on Instagram at nwalks. And I'm in White Girl in Danger until May 21st is when the show is over. So come through and see it. And maybe I'll be on. Maybe I won't. But if you're a fan of the pod and have good taste, DM me on Instagram and I'll say hi at intermission probably. Because I'll go, okay, well, you clearly are a good judge of character and content. So let's be friends. Please, Absolutely. Please hit up Natalie and your mission a white girl in danger Absolutely. <laughs> Buy me a drink, honey. <laughs> yeah. I feel so lucky we got to see you. It was so cool. You I, were incredible truly. in it. It just so happened we had tickets and night you went on. I, I really I was so I was so jazzed when you guys said that in the email when we were trying to figure out when to schedule this. I was like, oh, you're coming that day? Oh, 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 oh. To just seen you be star two days ago and to yeah. get, then get to talk to you today it was really the stars aligned i think the actually stars aligned yeah megan megan and, and megan megan oh my which, god so which, funny which were you on um i was megan you were being megan <laughs> amazing <laughs> check her out as all the megs 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 yeah. You'll get that when you see it and you talk to your intermission. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.